You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, this is this is a it's a good week so far. Welcome, welcome, welcome all. This is the uh, On Point with Victor show. You are tuned into America's Web Radio, and I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, thanks so much, guys. we got a lot to get to today, so we'll, we'll cram in as much as we can. Um, i got to start off, uh, you know, I don't talk a whole lot about sports on this show unless it's uh, soccer, motorcycles, uh, and hockey. Uh, because, you know, our IT guy, if I don't talk about hockey, um, I'll get shut out of the station. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he always gives me, razzes me about soccer. Yes, soccer is a thing. <laughs> so, hey, look, the highest paid sports guy in, in, of all right now is a soccer player. Um, if anybody who pays attention, the Messi, Leonardo, Leonardo, I'm gonna, Leonardo Messi, he, uh, is an Argentinian guy and, uh, getting paid half a, billion dollars or something like that to play soccer it's insane but uh, anyway hey you know what you got the talent that he has i guess you can command whatever you want uh but anyway i i want to start off a, a little bit about the super bowl um i'm not going to sit here and tell you i watched the whole thing because i didn't um i i just you know it's just not my thing uh but i did watch some of it and i wanted to watch some of it so i could see and talk about it on the show um and hey, look, it was a it was a pretty amazing game. I, everybody I talked to thought the Kansas City Chiefs were going to win, and and I kept saying, you know what? I don't think so. I think the the, the Buccaneers are going to win. And there was just something about um, Brady leaving the Patriots, going to a a failed or failing franchise like Tampa Bay, uh, or at least in the recent years, I should say. Um, and then they get somebody like Brady and, and then Brady, he, you know, he doesn't just show up and, and do what he's told or, or fall into a system. Uh, Brady started saying, Hey, we got to bring this guy. Let's get this guy. And he calls up Gronkowski and gets him out of retirement. Uh, he convinces the organization to pick up Antonio Brown. They already have that guy, Evans, and then they, they pick up some other dude and I'm going to forget his name. It starts with an F. Um, they pick him up and, and then they, uh, you know, they build a team around Brady. They basically let Brady come in there and say, this is what we need. This is what I need. Uh, I mean, I could just picture Brady going in there and telling the coach go, and, and the ownership, okay, look, you brought me here to do something. So for in order for me to perform at my best, I'm going to need a few things. And, and instead of a, a coach or an organization saying, um, you know, screw you, go, we hired you, we're paying you a lot of money, you get in there and you do what you're told, and, and we're going to put these, these are the players you have to work with. They didn't do that. The, 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 the Buccaneers clearly said, okay, Tom, whatever you want. And they went out and got it. And, uh, so, and then look what happened. Uh, they, they pretty much destroyed the Kansas City Chiefs. And, uh, I, I just found it interesting, uh, that, um, Everybody I talked to almost said the Kansas City Chiefs were going to win. And and if you talk to any millennial, uh, talk to anyone in their, uh, gosh, I don't know, their 30s, 20s, uh, and, of course, probably teenagers, they were all on the uh, uh, home, Patrick McCombs, Patrick Holmes. Uh, they were all on his side, all on his team. And they, it was Kansas City, Kansas City. So it almost became a, an, a, a young versus old because – 
the people who I found that were saying, oh, the Buccaneers are probably going to win, tended to be people who were a little bit older. Uh, maybe they're late 30s, maybe they're uh, into the 40s and 50s. Uh, those are the folks. So, so it was kind of funny. So this kind of, this Super Bowl could have been classified as, uh, old versus new or, or new versus old or young versus old, whatever. But, uh, but the old guys, or let's just say the skilled guys, the experienced guys, really took it to the young guys. So, but, Anyway, I found it funny, but but the reason I wanted to bring up the Super Bowl wasn't just you know to tell you that um, is it was hard to watch, um, and, and what I noticed about and I haven't watched any football games. Probably, I mean, I, it's been a while, folks. Um, but I sat down and watched some of this Super Bowl. Uh, I watched the first half, and and it's kind of hard to watch because you notice that they are completely wussifying, for lack of a better term. The game of football, the the American game of football, is being wussified, and it's because they have let politics enter the field. Um, the one place politics should stay out of is the sports field. I don't care what sport it is: uh, soccer, hockey, football, uh, badminton. You know, I don't care what it is. It has no place for politics, and that was so clearly evident to me uh, on on Sunday night. You know, trying to watch the Super Bowl and, and you're not just inundated with, with these crazy rules they're forcing on football players now. Um, you can't taunt. You can't spike the ball. You can't, or at least you're not supposed to. Apparently, I mean, I, folks, I don't know for sure, but I've been told that you get fined if you over spike the ball. Um, and I know you get fined or in trouble if you, if you taunt. Um, if you're, if you're, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, smack talk. If you're smack, folks, that's part of sports, part of the fun sometimes. And I'm not saying go be an a hole. I'm not saying be disrespectful or anything like that. But you can't find a sport out, a good all American sport, uh, or any sport for that matter, and not expect to have some smack talk. You know, part of, of getting, uh, of beating your opponent is getting in their heads. You know, that's part of the game. You know, if you can razz somebody and you can just, uh, joke, oh, you missed that ball. Oh, anybody could have caught that ball. Or, you know, whatever it is, that's part of the game. You get in their heads and then they start making mistakes. That's sports. Um, and what I saw Sunday night was, I mean, there's a flag for this. Oh, you touched him in the head. Oh, you looked at him wrong. Oh, you can't do. I mean, it is clearly evident that politics and the the left in this country are now running the American Football League or National Football League. Um, they're totally wussifying the sport, folks, and they wonder why their ratings are falling. Uh, yes, the ratings are falling because these idiots allow kneeling. Now, again, you're allowing politics in. If you allow your players to kneel before the flag, you're allowing politics in. Uh, it, it is a lack of discipline. Uh, you, it's, it's, you know, I'm not even going to get into all that, but, uh, but if you're, you're allowing, you know, I saw a Black Lives Matter Marxist symbol on one of the helmets or, or somewhere on, on a player. I can't remember exactly, but it was on a player. They allow that. That is a political movement. Black Lives Matter is a Marxist political movement. Uh, you need only go to their website if you doubt me. But they are a Marxist political movement. And the Football Association, uh, the NFL, felt it necessary or okay that, yeah, that's okay. You can put that on your uniform. But you can't put support the police. You can't put support 9-11. You can't put um, 
anything, su- support any cause you have that might be considered a conservative or a freedom or liberty cause. You can't support the country by standing for your, standing for your flag. But you can put a Marxist black life symbol on your uniform, and that's okay. This is why the ratings are falling in football. And, uh, and if they don't figure it out, uh, I don't know how much longer this game will be around. Um, they're, they're, like I said, they're wussifying it. There's crazy rules. You can't, you can't, ta- oh, you tackle too hard. So you're, there's a penalty. I, I mean, oh, you touch the quarterback. It's a penalty. You know, when I was growing up, <laughs> we played smear the, and I'm not even going to say it <laughs> because I don't want to get this radio station in trouble. <laughs> but those of you who are over probably 35, uh, you probably know what I'm talking about when I said that when I'm saying, uh, as a kid in the neighborhood, we did two things. Uh, almost on a daily basis or at least a weekend basis uh, one was street ball and, and what I mean by street ball we, we, we would either play football or we would play uh, throw on the rollerblades and we played hockey uh, street hockey uh, or we were we were playing one of those and but we did a lot of street football um, the other thing we did a lot was a game called smear the and I'm not going to say it I'm just not going to say it but <laughs> smear the happy guy how about that uh, and the goal of that game was everybody gathered in a group, you threw the football in the air, and whoever had the balls to catch it had to start running for their life because whoever ended up with that ball, everybody was against one. And that was the way that game was played. So that ball would go up in the air, and whoever had the guts to catch it had to start running because everybody else on that field or, or yard or wherever we were, they were coming after you, and we were going to pile on top of you. Uh, that was the game. Um, you can't even do that in the regular National League football now uh, because if you tackle too hard, you'll get a flag. So this is what I'm talking about, folks. So when I tell you on this show to pay attention to what's happening and to stop letting things, you know, you let a little bit here go, oh, oh, that's understandable. We can let that freedom go. Oh, 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 just let that little bit of liberty go because it's in the name of a virus or or it's in the name of of, of health or it's in the name of children. You keep letting these things go, and they're going to take more and more and more. And before you know it, you're going to be the frog in the pot. And you all know the story. If you take boiling hot water and you throw a frog in it, he's going to jump right out. But if you take that nice cold water or cool water and put the frog in it, he's going to swim around. He's going to look for food. And you bring that up to a simmer, you bring it up, and before the frog can jump, he's cooked. And that's what's happening in this country right now. And I want, I want you guys, I want you, my listeners, I know you guys are, I don't have to tell you, but, but you've got to start talking to your family members. You've got to start talking to your friends. And when they, when they make excuses for, oh, we're just losing a little bit of liberty. Oh, we're just using a little bit of freedom. Oh, oh, well, that's, that's bad speech. If we go down this road, we're going to, let me put it this way. If we continue to go down this road where this speech is okay and that speech is not okay, and we continue to let colleges shut out freedom of speech, how far do you think it's going to go, folks? Look, 10 years ago, we were seeing this where where they wanted to punish thought and they wanted to punish certain speech. And, and more than 10 years ago, they started with this hate speech legislation. And now look where we are now, folks. There's pretty much zero freedom of speech on college campuses. There's pretty much zero freedom of speech on government schools. And now, now corporate America has jumped on board, and you will be canceled if they think you believe something that you shouldn't be believing. 
So where where have we gone, or where have we, let's put it this way. Look where we have arrived in 10, 20, or 25, 30 years when they started this. Oh, we're just going to punish this speech. Oh, oh, we're just going to, we're going to legislate this as hate speech. But nothing else, nothing else. We still have freedom of speech, you see. And now look where we are now. Look where we are now. If you dare come out and say that you support lower taxes, you support smaller government, you support a strong military, uh, if you dare, 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 dare say you support a, a consumption tax idea to get rid of the income tax, uh, if you dare say cut spending, you support cutting spending, if you dare say we should look at the government programs and cut some of them, if you dare say that, you'll be canceled today. You will be canceled in today's society. If you dare say that, you know what? I did support some of President Trump's policies, or, or, or I did support all of Trump's policies. If you say something like that, you're going to be canceled. And corporate America is playing along with it. So where's your freedom of speech? So you see, if you allow the government or, or these corporations or, or whoever it is to keep taking a little bit away from you and taking a little bit away and taking a little bit away, pretty soon you're going to be left with zero civil liberties, zero freedom, and zero liberty, just as the frog in the pot. Um, folks, I can't put it any more any simpler for you, but but you can see it on display if you just watch this game or try to watch some of it. And then not only not only if you watch the Super Bowl will you notice the wussifying of the game. Uh, and, and, and how they're, I mean, afraid to say this, afraid, and they've got to, they can, you can promote, uh, a Marxist organization, but you can't f- promote the United States Constitution or the flag or freedom. Uh, you can't do that. Not only were you subject to that kind of football game now, then the commercials, just about every one of the commercials was a woke commercial. I mean, folks, how much of this are we going to put up with? How much longer are we going to put up with this woke crap um, that you're being dictated to by corporate America through commercials? Uh, I mean, you're being preached to. No one wants to sit down and watch football and then see a commercial that they're being preached to. Politics has got to get out of this business or that business is going to fail. And uh, and then these these corporations are end up they're they're going to overstep. Uh, but folks, it's, it's, it's gonna have to stop at some point. Uh, I hope, I hope, I hope we stand up as Americans because we're gonna keep going down this road where a little bit more is taken away, a little bit more is taken away, a little bit more is taken away. So right now, we're gonna have to break away because we gotta go to our first break. So folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the America's Web Radio On Point with Victor Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Okay, I got one more thing to say about football, and then I'm leaving the sports arena because I really don't have any business talking <laughs> football. <laughs> but look, and and folks, please reach out to me if you see it different. If if I'm wrong or you think I'm wrong, um, you know, reach out to me. Send me a message, Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. Um, engage with me. I love it. I love it. I love it. So uh, there's a whole lot of you out there that, that probably know football a lot or watch it a lot more than I do. Um, so I'd love to hear your take on it. Um, um, what, you know, do you agree with what I'm saying? Have you noticed what I've noticed? Um, let me know. Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. So the last thing I want to say about about football, I saw something that was pretty darn funny. This is hilarious, and I, I would love the Republicans to use this in a commercial. I don't know if they could because they'd probably have to pay through the nose for it. But um, but I did see this. If you notice, if you if you go back to the beginning of the Super Bowl when they're talking and everything about the game, and they're um, they, they showed a video of of the players walking into the stadium. Well, if you look, so, so you could do something fun with this and you could say, you know, why don't, do you want to guess who, who supports freedom, who supports liberty or, or who supported Donald Trump, President Trump? Um, and then show the picture of Patrick Mahomes walking into the stadium because him and his teammates, Fully masked. Um, the mask on. I mean, they may have had two masks on. No, I'm kidding. I don't think they had two masks on, but, but they're masked up and they're walking in. Um, in fact, my goodness, there wasn't anyone even where we're within six feet of him, I don't think, but, but he's walking in with his mask. And then they break and they show Brady. They show Tom Brady walking into the stadium or, or to the locker or whatever, but he walked off the bus and he's walking in. Uh, no mask, no mask whatsoever. And he's walking in just, you know, happy as can be listening to his tunes or maybe he was listening to the On Point with Victor show. Who knows? Um, I'm just saying. Uh, but he walks in and, and no mask. And, and I just thought that that to me was telling. And I, and I loved it. And it made me cheer for Tom Brady um, when I saw that. Um, there was no one around him. And, you know, uh, I guess he was social distancing. But he wasn't wearing a mask. And I just thought it was funny. Uh, so anyway, maybe it was just funny to me. But uh, but all right. So let's move on. Uh, you know, folks, I'm not going to say much about the impeachment crap that's going on this week because it's a total farce um it's not even a a a real impeachment uh for two main big reasons uh number one president trump is not president any longer and the united states congress trying to is basically trying to impeach an american citizen civilian and you can't do it the constitution does not permit it uh the government does not have the power to go after a civilian, American citizen civilian, like they're what they're doing to Donald Trump right now. That's number one. Number two, uh, you can't have an impeachment without having the chief officer who oversees it, which is the Supreme Court justice, uh, the chief justice of the Supreme Court, which is, um, oh, my gosh, I'm going to forget. Oh, man, this is terrible. Uh, justice, justice, justice. It'll come to me later, but uh, – John Roberts, Justice Roberts. Uh, he has, he, he's the guy, the Chief Justice has to oversee an impeachment hearing. 
per the United States Constitution. And Chief Justice Roberts, rightfully so, uh, I've got a lot of issues with him, but he is 100% right on this. He refused to oversee this impeachment farce because it is an impeachment farce and it's unconstitutional. And John Roberts, the Chief Justice, was no way going to oversee this and participate in something that's unconstitutional. So he's not doing it. But the Democrats are going ahead with it anyway. And and it, it is a huge, huge farce. So I'm not going to say a whole lot about it other than uh, one way to describe this, folks. Look, President Trump is out of office. He is an American citizen civilian. He is a civilian now. Uh, trying to impeach him now is ridiculous. Uh, so the analogy I can give you is let's say – um, you're a good little government subject. Let's say you obey uh, everything and you, you, you ran and locked yourself in their home uh, under quarantine. And uh, two, three days later, a police officer comes up to your door, knocks on the door. And you open the door. Hey, Mr. Officer, what can I do for you? And he says, hey, you know, um, Joe Blow, uh, I, I got three tickets here. One running a stop sign, one you were speeding, and one you ran a red light. Uh, what are you talking about, officer? I I haven't even left my home. I, I'm not driving. I'm not in my car right now. And he goes, yeah, details, details, details. I, you know, I I heard from your neighbors. You know, your neighbors got together. Uh, they told me they've seen you do this. So so here are your tickets. But officer, I am not in my car. I am not on the roads. I'm not driving. You haven't pulled me over. You can't give me tickets. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah technicality. You know, I, I took a poll of your neighbors, and 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 overwhelmingly, your neighbors say they've seen you speed before. They've seen you roll through a stop sign. Yeah, here are your tickets. That's basically what's going on here, folks. They, these Democrats are so out, just ridiculous. Uh, for some reason. Um. Still so angry at Trump that he won in 2016 uh, that somehow they've got to try and impeach him again, uh, and and this time they want to convict him. Uh, but it's not going to happen, folks. The man's not president right now. I got news for the left. Let him go. You wanted to get rid of him for four years. So bad that you lied every day about a Russia collusion. You lied every day about a phone call. You lied every day about one thing after another so you could remove a duly elected president. And now that that duly elected president from 2016, now that he's gone, now that he's gone, he has left office and he is a civilian, you still can't let it go. So I ask you this, you, my listeners and everyone else out there, you've got to ask yourself this. Why on earth would the Democrats be doing this? Folks, it's a total distraction. All of this is to distract you from the damage and the ridiculous crap that Joe Biden and Kami Harris and AOC and Schumer and Pelosi, the damage they're inflicting on this country right now, they're trying to hide from you. So they, they do this by, by, by holding up this little object over here, which they're doing, which is the Trump farce impeachment. So that's all I'm going to say about impeachment, folks. It's an absolute joke. It shouldn't be given any credence. They shouldn't even be covering it. But CNN will go wall to wall because, you see, CNN doesn't want Trump to go anywhere as bad as they wanted to get rid of him. Now they don't want him to go anywhere because their ratings are going to plummet. And uh, so now they're trying to keep Trump in the news. And this is I'm telling you, folks, politicians do not have your best interest in heart at heart, uh, especially the Democrat Party. 
The Democrat Party could care less of you, about you. In fact, the Democrat Party wants to kill the middle class because I've told you before, you cannot have socialism and a middle class. You cannot. The two cannot work together. The two cannot exist together. So the Democrat Party is doing everything they can to destroy the middle class. They don't care about you. And there's plenty in the establishment Republican Party, in the establishment wing, the establishment Republicans, plenty of those guys out there that, yeah, uh, you know, they want to pile on Trump, too. And the reason why the Republican establishment wants to pile on Trump is because they want you, the MAGA supporter. Um, they're going to label you as a Trump sycophant or a Trump supporter. Uh, don't buy into that, folks. Those of you out there who believe in smaller government, who believe in lower taxes, uh, believe in a consumption tax idea, uh, believe in, in shrinking government by, by reducing and getting rid of some government programs, those of you who believe that, you're, you are not liked by the establishment Republicans. When was the last time an establishment Republican talked about cutting spending? When was the last time an establishment Republican talked about getting rid of the Department of Education? And revamping our education system because it's got to happen. We're, we're at the point we are now because too many people do not understand the history of this country because they're not taught that. And we also have a bunch of college kids and high school kids coming out of school who have no concept of critical thinking. None. They can't think for themselves, folks. But that's what your nice little elitist government, that's what they want. They want a bunch of good subjects that they can rule over. Uh, so, folks, understand, most politicians are not your friend. Now, I, I am not telling you. I, I am not advocating or telling you or wanting you to get so angry that you go do something stupid or that you go sit on your couch and never vote again. No, no, no. I want you to get out and, t- and I want you to take – uh, whether it's anger or whatever, and it shouldn't be anger, folks. It should just be motivation, motivation out of love for your country. I want you to take that and turn it into vigor to go vote and continue to vote and talk to your family. Talk to your family about what I'm telling you and what I'm talking about. Turn them on to the On Point with Victor show. Uh, spread the word about this show. Uh, talk to your friends and everybody. Because if we bring more people to the playing field and you vote, they can't beat you with fraud. They cannot beat us with fraud, folks. They cannot if we all stay engaged. And we can't go do stupid things, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But the 10, 20, 30 people who entered the Capitol building on January 6th, they did more damage to the Trump supporter than than, than any Democrats probably done. Uh, and that's a shame. But so we got to get this back because there were there were half a million people on January 6th that were peaceful, American loving, United States Constitution loving people. And they want freedom and they want liberty. And and those are the type of people in those, those. That's who we are. We've got to stay on the playing field. We just have to. And, and that's how we we take out. That's how we push back. Um, I don't want you being mad or angry and, and go make a scene. Uh, I don't want you going finding a, a Democrat politician and, and yelling at him or anything. I don't want you doing any of that. I want you to talk to your friends. I want you to talk to your families. I want you to tell them why they need to vote for independent-minded, loving, constitutional-loving, freedom-loving, liberty-loving, libertarian-loving, Republican if they believe in truly conservative issues. I want you to go vote for those. You you convince them to go vote for those type of politicians uh, or those type of people. Um, and we can work together, and, and we can put this country back on the right track. Um, 
we don't need to do it through anger, folks. Let the left be angry. Let them own anger because they do. Let's not do that on our side. We just we can't do that. Um, we're smarter than that, folks. We really are. I'm telling you, the Trump voter and the conservative voter uh, is much smarter than a leftist, wacko, socialist-loving, Marxist-loving voter. Uh, so, so trust me on this, folks. All right. Uh, looking at the clock, we're going to go ahead and take our next break. And when we come back, I'm going to get into a, I'm going to get into a little bit more of how Biden uh, is destroying this is on the road to destroying this country, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. linguistics and engineering an army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world plus you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits so you'll be taken care of too learn more at goarmy.com hey guys it's minister frankie with shine his light ministries it's getting cold outside and winter is coming it's time to shine a little light on our friends on the street we're collecting blankets and coats for the homeless all winter long. Please donate by going to our website at www.shinehislightministry.com or text 770-655-8055. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, folks. All right. So, again, folks, look, if you want to reach out to me, please do so. Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. If you've got a company out there and, and uh, you need a good uh, place to advertise, uh, hey, look, we, we've got some great advertising available here on the On Point with Victor show. So just reach out to me, Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. Uh, and, look, folks, spread the word. Spread the word. The more people that find out about this show, the better this country will be. <laughs> so, I know, I know. I Hey, look, if I don't pat myself on the back, who will? Uh, all right, folks, look, I want to I, I want to mention something real quick, and I'm not going to spend a whole time, a lot of time on this either. But I, I just I've got to give you some advice. And look, most of my listeners, I don't think you guys buy into any of this. Um, but I'm I'm running across too many people who do believe in, in, in a lot of these ridiculous stories that are circulating out there. Um, the latest is a is a story uh, there's a few i don't know who this bozo is but there's a guy out there pushing this stuff um but the latest conspiracy theory i guess if you can call it um out there right now is that uh there are major cases pending in court and and they're going to go in trump's favor and somehow this election is going to be flipped still uh, and then there's one out there saying the military is just waiting. Our, our, the United States military is just waiting and waiting and waiting for for one of these court cases to go their way. Uh, so it gives them a, an excuse to remove Biden from office. Look, folks, don't 
Listen to this stuff. Don't buy into it, and please don't believe it because it's not true. If something like that were true or, or anything news comes out like that, I'm going to tell you. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you some ridiculous uh, – I just know this stuff's not true, folks. It's just not. And and I'm not going to uh, put it on my show because, in fact, that's why I'm telling you now, don't buy into this. Folks, this is probably being propagated by um, establishment types or Democrats or, or these crazy – some of these crazies on the left. They're probably pushing some of this stuff. Because if they can make you believe this stuff, you're going to continue to have a divide uh, on the Republican side. And if they get you to believe this, you're going to be labeled a wacko, and they're going to be able to pull independence their way. Um, they're just trying to divide the conservative movement. They're trying to divide the MAGA movement. They're trying to divide the, the entire Republican Party. And unfortunately, there's some established Republicans that are willing to participate. Um we can't allow this to happen. So, so just I want you to, you know, I'm talking about critical thinking all the time. Well, I want you to start engaging in some critical thinking. Uh, go read the Federalist Papers. Go read the Constitution for yourself. Um, there is no court case that's going to overturn this election. The United States military is not going to remove Biden. It isn't going to happen. So, so don't buy into this stuff you're hearing. I am telling you, folks, this has Democrats written all over it. Uh, so whoever's pushing this stuff is probably coming from the left because they want to damage the right. They want to damage conservatives. They want to damage the Trump supporter. They want to damage the Republicans. Uh, that's what they're doing. The Democrat Party right now is on a full march for total control. They want a one-party system in this country so they can rein in uh, socialism and Marxism and they can rule over you, the peasant, because you will be the peasant. Uh, so I, 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 those may sound like strong words, folks, but I, I, I'm telling you, you just look at the actions of the Democrats. They want a one-party system. When you have Democrat politicians trying to to can, uh, expand this cancel culture, when you have Democrats politicians trying to punish speech, you have Democrat politicians trying to – and some, unfortunately, Republican establishment candidates or, or politicians uh, – who want to limit speech? That is dangerous, and that's that's going down the wrong the wrong road. So so don't buy into any of this stuff. Um, look, I love the optimism, uh, but do this, do what I'm doing. Take this optimism uh, that you want, whether you want Trump back or you want a good conservative president back. Um, take that optimism and turn it into vigor for 2022. Take that energy and instead of wasting it on, on, on ridiculous theories or, or ridiculous things that some people are putting out there, take that energy and put it into 2022. Start now talking to your family, like I said. Talk to friends. Um, start talking to people doing what you can. Find a candidate to su- you can support that will run in a primary to take out an establishment Republican. This is where your energy needs to go, your optimism. Um, we can do this because we don't only need to take out Democrats and remove them from office. We need to remove establishment career-long Republicans from office. Uh, we need some new blood in there, folks, and we can do it. We can do it through the primaries. We can do it through the voting system uh, because we just all have to get on the field and play. Uh, you can't beat us with fraud if we're all out there. You just can't. 
So, all right, let me get back into a little bit of this about um, what I'm talking about when I, when I opened the show and I was talking about how the Democrats are, are on a course to tr- just destroying this country. Um, they're really harming this country. Maybe destroying the country I- is a hard way to put it. Maybe maybe I shouldn't say it that way. Um, maybe I need to just say that they're damaging the country uh, because the Democrat Party, they don't think they're, they're destroying it. They're just trying to remake this country. They want to remake the United States into the vision that they see, that they think it should be, um, which doesn't involve liberty and freedom, folks. Uh, well, it does for them, but not for you. So uh, so when I talk about the, the damage, let me put it that way, the damage that the Biden administration did, let me give you an example. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, this should be all over the news, but it probably isn't. Uh, but, but the Biden administration, whether Biden knows it or not, because let's face it, Biden doesn't know where he is half the time. But um, whether he knows it or not, the Biden administration is working to kill the airline industry. Now, folks, those of you who have listened to me, those of you who know me, you know I love the airline industry. You know I love airplanes. Uh, I love to fly. Um, I, I'll fly any chance I get. Uh, but right now, the Biden administration is working to kill the airline industry. And understand, folks, this is not hyperbole. The Democrat Party, if you just pay attention, they told you. AOC told you, uh, Elizabeth Warren told you, you no, know, Focahontas, she told you, Bernie Sanders has been telling you, the Democrat Party t- has been telling you for the past four years that they want to kill the airline industry. It was even in the Green New Deal before they took it out when it, when, when people started catching on that it was in there. The actual killing of the airline industry was in the Green New Deal. So just because they took the verbiage out doesn't mean that they don't want to kill the airline industry. Uh, and they're doing it. And now they're doing it under the guise of a virus. You see, the Wuhan virus is offering a lot of cover for the Democrats and their um, Marxist visions and their socialist visions. Uh, but let me just give you an example and pay attention, folks, and you can look this up and you can start researching it for yourself. Um, let's look at the evidence. Let me start out with this. All the evidence right now is showing that airplanes are pretty much one of the safest places to be because of the way they're sanitizing, because of the, the, the systems, the air systems they have on those planes that recirculate the air uh, over and over and over. They recirculate. The air goes to the bottom. It recirculates. Uh, this is how the airplanes work. Because of the systems they have and because of the sanitizing that they're doing, uh, my goodness, folks, one of the dirtiest places on the planet used to be a airline tray, the food tray. I bet you today that food tray is cleaner than the toilet in your – I'm sorry, the toilet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What I wanted to say was <laughs> the, the food tray and the toilet on the plane is probably cleaner than your kitchen in your house. Uh, because of the way they're cleaning and sanitizing uh, and then the way the air circulated. So all the evidence right now, folks, if you look, you you, you can search this. You're not going to find a – there's no breakouts happening of the Wuhan virus on airplanes. There's no transmitting. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, there's no transmission of the virus, Wuhan virus, happening on airlines. It's just not happening. Uh, the airlines are amazingly safe. Um, you may not like wearing a mask, but that – 
whatever that's what they're requiring uh so you know put on your mask and sit on the airplane <laughs> but the fact is it's safe there's no breakouts there's no uh super spreader events happening on an airplane that's the evidence. But what is the Biden administration doing? The Biden administration, if you pay attention, if you pay attention, what's happening right now with the Biden administration is they're coming out saying, and they're led by the Department of, of, of Transportation, the secretary of the Department of, of, of Transportation, who happens to be Pete Buttigieg or Buttigieg. This guy, if you pay attention, folks, he is out there. He was out there in the news, and he was out there saying that we may require the American citizen to have a negative test before we allow them on an airplane. This is the Biden administration trying to tell you they can control your movement. That in itself is unconstitutional, folks. Uh, and they're trying to use this virus as an excuse to take control over who can fly and who can't, and when you can fly and when you can't, uh, where you can go. They're, this is the Democrat Party. Folks, I keep telling you the Democrat Party does not believe in freedom, and they're proving it every day if you'll just pay attention. But there's one party out there right now, one party being led by the Biden administration – that is trying to limit speech and limit movement and limit transportation and trying to kill the airline industry. And they're doing it in the name of a virus. So ask yourself, folks, why would they do this? Why would Pete Buttigieg come out and say, you know, I don't give a rat's you know what about the evidence over here. All the evidence here is showing that the airline industry is a safe, one of the safest places to be right now. So we as government, we, we don't even want to get involved. But they're not saying that. Instead, he's saying to heck with this evidence. We, the government, we, the Biden administration, we think that we're going to stop you from traveling. We're going to require a, a, at least one negative test for the Wuhan virus before you can get on a plane. You can't go see your family. You can't go to a work meeting. You can't work or get back to normal. Because they're not going to let you on an airplane unless you test negative for the Wuhan virus. Folks, that is unconstitutional as, as, as can be. And I've been warning you about today's Democrat Party. They are not the party of Kennedy. Today's Democrat Party is the party of socialism. They're the party of Marxism. They're the party that doesn't want a middle class. They're the party that came into full power, 100% power, uh, this January. And what did they do? They immediately killed over 50, 60,000 jobs in the oil industry, and there are more jobs being killed. And now they're trying to kill jobs in the airline industry, and they're killing, they're killing jobs everywhere, folks. Why would they be doing this? And most of those jobs are associated with the middle class. Why are they working so hard to get rid of the middle class? You waking up yet? Are you woke yet? <laughs> so, um, so Pete Buttigieg is out there. He's out there saying that we are thinking about forcing the American citizen to have a negative test of the Wuhan virus before they get on an airplane. Folks, I wish I were making this up, but I'm not. 
I, I wish this were a Hollywood movie, but it's not. This is what's happening right now. And let me tell you something, folks. I have flown quite a bit. I did not participate in the quarantines for the past year. I refuse to do that. I'm an American. I believe in freedom. I believe in liberty. I'm an adult. I have critical thinking. I can take care of myself. And and uh, I, I didn't stop traveling. I didn't stop moving around. And, and now that things are picking up again, uh, I've been traveling quite a bit lately, uh, flying here, flying there. And and you guys know I'm not crazy about the mask, but I wear it. If Delta Delta's a private business, and they tell me to wear a mask, I'm going to wear it. Um, but let me tell you what I've seen in the airports. The airports are basically empty. Um, I mean, there's just not a lot of people out there, folks, and that's sad to see. Uh, let me take the next break, and then I'll get back, and I'll break this down a little bit more. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger V, every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference? Consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Uh, look, I, you know, like I said, I've been flying a lot lately. And, and look, I if you've look, I, I want you guys to make your own decisions. I'm not telling you to to go out and do things that I've been doing. <laughs> OK, so uh, let me clarify that before I get inundated by Democrats and, and media matters. Um, but look, traveling right now, it breaks my heart to see how empty the airports are. Um, now, sure, you fly at a certain time out of Atlanta. It's the busiest airport in the world, and it's going to look busy. But even Atlanta airport's not as busy as what I've seen in the past. Um, in fact, when I land, if, if look, folks, if you go fly, let me give you this advice. Uh, you better eat before you go, because if you're flying at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night, or you're going to land after 9 o'clock at night, uh, you better not be hungry, because nothing's open in the airports. Uh, I mean, it's amazing to me. Even what used to be open 24 hours in the airports are not open anymore they're closing by nine ten o'clock it's shut down um i mean you i'm just i it's terrible folks it's terrible so there's already the industry airline industry is taking it in the pants and and now you've got the democrat party who wants to comp- to just keep putting and put a nail in the coffin a nail in the coffin until they get to the final one and the airline industry can no longer survive folks they're having a hard time right now, and the Democrat Party wants to make it worse. How does that make any sense? How does it make any sense? When when it's proven right now through all the data, and Democrats love data, the listen to the scientist. 
Well, look at your own data because the airline industry is one of the safest places to be right now, but they're trying to kill it. Now you've got Pete Buttigieg, along with the Biden administration, who wants to force you, the American citizen, to have a negative test before you can get on a plane. Folks, that's going to stop almost everybody from wanting to fly. Um, there's already a lot of people that don't want to fly because of the, the mask and everything else they've got to do. And now if you start trying to force the American citizen to test negative for the Wuhan virus before they can fly, they're just not going to fly anymore. Um, so, folks you got to ask yourself, why is the Democrat Party, why are they doing this? Why is the Biden administration doing this? Why does Pete Buttigieg just love this idea? Or why is he doing what he's told? It's the Green New Deal people that are pushing this because they view you flying in an airplane as killing the planet. They view you as flying in an airplane. Oh, you're just too, you're, you're putting out too much carbon. You're, you're, you're hurting the planet. And they've got to use this hurt the planet business to crush the middle class. And that's what they're doing. And they want to crush industry because if you crush the restaurant industry, you're crushing the middle class. If you crush the airline industry, you're crushing the middle class. You see how this works, folks? You see what I'm telling you, folks? I am not telling you hyperbole. I'm telling you what any one of you can observe if you pay attention to what's happening and start using critical thinking and ask yourself, why would they want to kill the industry, the airline industry? Because, folks, who's not going to stop flying? Who's flying around right now? Who's telling you that climate change is the biggest thing we've got to fear? Who's telling you that? Well, that would be John freaking Kerry. And John freaking Kerry is out there on his private jet flying from place to place to tell you not to fly. Bernie Sanders on his private jet. Pelosi on a private jet. Schumer on a private jet. AOC, I guarantee you she's flying wherever she wants to go, whenever she wants to go. All the Hollywood fools out there telling you not to fly, they're on a private jet flying wherever they want to go, when they want to go. And they don't have to wear a mask when they do it. And they don't have to stand six feet apart in a, in a security line. They don't have to do any of that, folks. But you do. And now they want to take that away from you. Because, see, folks, they're elitist. They're going to always be able to fly on their private jets. The private jet industry is going to be thriving well with politicians and Hollywood actors, uh, sports figures, whatever the elitists allow in their elitist camp. But you, you the American citizen, you the middle class guy and woman, you know, I say when I say guys, I mean everybody. I see, I mean men, women, children, whatever. Um, you're not going to be able to fly. Only the elitist. So when are you going to wake up, folks? I keep asking you this. When are you going to wake up? And what I mean by that, folks, is get engaged. Talk to people. Get them fired up about voting. Get them fired up about voting for somebody new. Let's remove the career politician. Let's get the career politician out of office. They are killing this country. Let's put in some good, libertarian-minded, conservative-minded, liberty-minded, freedom-minded, constitution-loving candidates. Let's find those. They're out there, folks. They're out there. We just got to find them. So, so I'm telling you, folks, don't laugh at me when I'm telling you. I just, I just proved to you that they're trying to kill the airline industry. And just listen to AOC. Listen to them. Listen to them. Um, I mean... 
it's just unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, we're, we're going to allow these socialist, leftist, Marxist dims to destroy this. And why? Why? We, we, we allowed socialist, Marxist, Democrats to get in power because you didn't want to listen. So many of you didn't want to listen. Not, not my listeners, but some of you know, people you know. You know what I'm talking about. Um, they didn't want to listen to what the Democrats were telling them. And the orange man was just so bad, he had to go. Orange man just had to go. Uh, you know what, folks? Donald Trump's not president anymore. And freedom and liberty, that agenda went with him. Because the agenda of the Democrats right now has nothing to do with liberty, freedom, or civil liberties. Civil liberties has nothing to do with that. Everything the Democrat Party today is about is canceling culture, uh, (laughs) canceling free speech, getting rid of the Second Amendment. That's what they're on the march to do, folks, and killing industry because they want to kill jobs, 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 jobs. So it's sad, folks. It's sad. So I, you know... I won't harp on it anymore, folks. You can go do some more research, but I'll move on. I'll move on to another headline. <laughs> As if you needed more proof of the cancel culture or the Democrat Party killing free speech. Headline, students arrested for sharing copies of the United States Constitution. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. You heard me right. Let me repeat that. This is the headline from the Intellectual Takeout site. Students arrested for sharing copies of the United States Constitution. Yes, this happened, folks. Kellogg Community College in Michigan. Why am I not surprised that this happened in Michigan? But, folks, unfortunately, it's happening everywhere. But on the campus of Kellogg Community College in Michigan, there were a few students that were giving out copies of the United States Constitution. Now, they're probably uh, pocket constitutions. I've had, you've seen me, I've had one, I carry one with me a lot, usually all the time. Um, but um, you can get these little pocket constitutions. Well, apparently, the some students at Kellogg Community who believe in freedom, believe in liberty, and believe in the country of the United States, they were handing out constitutions to passing students. So this is what they're guilty of. They're standing out in the quad or somewhere on campus, and students are walking by, and they're going, Hey, you got a second? I got a constitution. Would you like one? And that student has the – they have the ability to say, No, no, thank you, and keep on moving. None of these students were blocking other students from passing. They weren't seizing the quad. They didn't seize anybody's property. They weren't chasing people down in the streets. They weren't chasing students down and beating them down until they listened to them. They weren't doing any of that. All they were doing was going, hey, how you doing today? I got this constitution. Would you like one? And if the student said no, they kept going. And that student and then the student holding out the uh, handing out the constitution, they just went to the next one. Hey, how you doing? Would you like a constitution? Would you like to ask me questions about it? No? Okay. Have a nice day. That's what they were doing. But the Kellogg Community College felt that that was against the law. That just can't be allowed. That kind of freedom of speech can't be allowed. This is what we're up against, folks. Let me let me tell you. Let me let me read this to you. Drew Hutchinson, the manager of the Student Life 
<laughs> so whatever the Student Life Association is at the at the KCCC College. So he walks out and he stops. He stops these students and and he told them, "You can't approach students outside or engage them in conversation because it could obstruct the student's ability to get an education." Are you hearing this? So this Hutchinson panty wearing no i shouldn't say that (laughs) maybe i should say pajama wearing cry closet seeking snowflake walks up to these students who are handing out united states constitutions and he told them you can't do that because you could obstruct a fellow student's ability to get an education now folks i say this it's quite the opposite those students handing out the Constitution were handing out an education. They were furthering the education of the students on that campus. So quite the opposite of the way Hutchinson looked at it. The way Hutchinson looked at it is they were going to impede a student's ability to get an education. Oh, my gosh, folks, I hope you're paying attention. Oh, it doesn't stop there. We ask that you don't do it in the middle of everything. And part of that is because if we obstruct the student's ability to get an education, then it kind of becomes counterintuitive to the whole um, right to, um, you know, like um, the Second Amendment. That is how Hutchinson explained. Look, folks, I'm, I am telling, I am quoting Hutchinson. And Hutchinson then said, intending uh, he was intending to cite the first amendment um okay this is a guy who's who's leading the so-called student life association or group or whatever it is at the uh, kellogg community college in michigan he can't even recite the first amendment but yet he's trying to cite that as a reason to stop kids from handing out a united states constitution it's pretty sad people pretty sad pretty sad so let me let me let me pause again and say this Handing out United States Constitution pocket guides to students in a college is furthering education. You're doing these students a favor. But that's not how Hutchinson and the university saw it. That's not how he saw it. So Hutchinson, he thinks that students have zero ability to reason. I, I, I'm just using critical thinking here. If, if Hutchinson is saying that you can't hand out a constitution because by doing so, you might inhibit a fellow student's ability to get an education, then he, Hutchinson is saying that his students don't have the ability to reason. They don't have the ability to just say no and walk away. Pretty sad, folks. Pretty sad. All right, folks. We've reached the end of the show here, so I'll 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 touch on that again next week. Uh, but, folks, you guys have a great week. Don't go anywhere because coming up next is locked and loaded with Roger B. Guns, guns, and more guns. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.